0: You're listening to the Confident Live Marketing Podcast. Well, hello, Ian anser here for the 11th bonus edition of the Confident Live Marketing Show. As we plough forward towards episode 200, the special 200th edition of this podcast and the fourth anniversary, I'm going back into the archives, looking at the, the best moments, the best interviews or the best nuggets, golden nuggets of those interviews.
1: You're listening to the Confident Live Marketing Podcast.
0: So this episode is sponsored by my good friends at Adobe Express. You can find out more at iag.me forward slash Adobe Express. Adobe Express is an amazing tool. It's a tool that helps you create stunning visual content, whether that's images, videos. It also helps you edit PDFs and videos and images and all that kind of stuff. It also has a huge stock library of images, uh, fonts, videos, and all that kind of thing. So I'm gonna show you a little bit more about how to create some stunning content. Let's go over to my Adobe Express over here. They've actually updated this, uh, updated the UI, which is cool. Uh, I love, one of my favorite bits about Adobe Express are the, the quick actions. So we've got, easy ways to remove backgrounds, resize images, convert between different formats like JPEG, PNG, even SVG if you're feeling fancy and cropping images. And you can convert videos to GIFs, to animated GIFs. How cool is that? Trimming videos, resizing, and then you've got all these PDF tools like editing, combining, and things like that. Now, You might have uh, some of the professional tools from Adobe, like Adobe Acrobat and Photoshop. You might have the Creative Cloud subscription. Uh, But if you don't, you've got all of these built in to Adobe Express. And even if you do like me, sometimes it just feels overkill to have to to, uh, to load up Adobe Acrobat or Photoshop when you can just do it within Adobe Express. Um, so let's just, what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna click on, I'm gonna create a social post and show you how easy this is to, to do. So with Adobe Express, you can either start with a blank canvas, which is kind of what I've got here, or you can use one of the templates. Now I'm currently searching for social media graphic. I quite want, I wanna create a, a very simple quote graphic that I can show on Instagram. So I've got the square format here. You could I could change that to say uh, to a portrait one for Instagram stories or uh, landscape for for other social media ones. But I'm going to just use this here now. I want to change the colors. Uh, so I've got here. Uh, I've got a, there's a coffee cup. There's a computer. There's a, a desk underneath it. I'm quite happy with that. I think I could change the background, uh, but I think maybe I'll just yeah. That's probably I can zoom in a little bit. That, that. I think that looks pretty cool like the way it is. I can also add some filters to make uh, add different colors. That looks a little bit trippy, but um, maybe I'm going to do that a slightly bluer one there. Uh, now I'm going to change the color. So the fill, what do I want for the, my text here? I'm going to change that to my Confident Live Colors here. Now that's one of the cool things you can do here. You can upload your own branding. So colors and logos and things like that. So I'm gonna change it to my red. I'm also gonna do it for there for the the heading. And I also want to, do I want to change that? I don't know whether I do or not. Um, No, I don't think I do. I don't think I want to do that. Um, No, that looks cool. I'm happy with that. And then I can just uh, now add my uh, logo. So I'm going to go to libraries. I've already created a library for my Confident Live Marketing podcast. I'm going to put my image in here. Uh, I'm going to make that smaller, put it, say, at the bottom. Uh, I'm going to also put my little logo bug at the top. Um, and I'm going to put that on the top right there. I could even put it in the coffee mug, but I'm not going to do that. <laughs> uh I'm gonna make that smaller and I can even put, this is gonna be too busy, but I can even put my Confident Live uh, logo in there as well. So yeah, that probably doesn't look like great, but um, just showing you what you can do. So it's very, very simple. Um, I can even, what I can even do here is is do things like uh, select the image below and I can blur it as well, uh, which I quite like. So you've got some blur effects there. Cool, so what I can then do is just download that. I can download it as a ping, a JPEG, uh, or a PDF, and I can even schedule this on social media. So let's just click on that, and I, this loads up. Um, so for some reason, I oh yes, my social channels, I need to connect them back in, um, but I could connect that to Instagram and Twitter and then just add a caption in here. And then I can schedule that out and that will get posted out to Instagram, Facebook, uh, LinkedIn really easily. So that is that is uh, really, really simple to do. So that is Adobe Express. I love Adobe Express. Highly recommend it. Head on down to iag.me forward slash Adobe Express and give it a whirl. You're listening to the Confident Live Marketing Podcast. I'm going to be interviewing or going back to an interview I had with my good friend Libby Langley, talking about strategy and fun as well, a bit of fun in there. And my friend Ben Amos as well from Down Under, we're going to be talking or asking him about strategy as well. So I'm excited about this because strategy is something that we often push to one side. We get focused on the tech or... Sometimes it's the negative stuff, like, oh, I can't get in front of the camera. I'm, I'm struggling with that. And we, I've talked about that a lot. But strategy is really important when it comes to any kind of content, particularly live video content, I think. But actually, really, any, any, any type of content, podcasts, blogs, why are you doing it? You have to ask that question, why? But it's also about having a bit of fun as well. Now, these episodes, these bonus episodes are a little bit different. They're shorter and they are... Technically not live, so I'm pre-recording this. Uh, but they go out live on a Friday afternoon in the UK, at least. Uh, that's morning US time. Um, so, but the so but the podcast uh, comes out at the normal time, uh, Friday morning. So, if you have not yet listened to the podcast, go to iag.me forward slash podcast, and you can subscribe or follow whatever word you want to use in your favorite podcast app and all the details are there but it would be amazing if you're listening to the podcast if you could join me live it's uh 3 p.m. UK time uh every friday is when this goes out and i always try and be there in the comments so if you have any questions uh, i will be there I'm, I'm broadcasting that on youtube facebook and linkedin as per usual well let's go back into the archives so who have we got up first we We've got libby langley who is amazing? She has just written a book. I'm going to actually just uh, get the details of that book. And I'll, I'll talk about that after this. But this is a, a question, really, about or talking about fun in our business. You know, strategy is about many things. It might be about growing your audience, it might be about growing your profits or your business in general. But how about also having a bit of fun as well? Let's go over to Libby now.
1: If you run your own business and you're not enjoying it, then you shouldn't be doing it anyway. And really, for marketing yourself, which is what a lot of us in service businesses, entrepreneurs in service businesses are doing, if we don't, if we're not engaging and lively and having a good time doing what we're doing, why would anyone choose to work with us? And yes, I know there are a million caveats to that. But if the more fun you have, and I'm not talking about being really stupid. I'm just talking about if you're saying something and you make yourself laugh, that's great. And that's good. And that's personality that comes across. And if you find your content boring, so will everybody else. And that's really the kind of crux of the matter is that it's okay to enjoy it. It's social media. People are not on social media to learn astrophysics, they're on there to waste time while they're waiting to pick their kids up from school or because they don't want to get out of bed or they're cooking the tea or something. And remembering that social media is ultimately a time waster should help you craft content that is more accessible in snippets, small snippets, and catches people's eyes, attention, and enthusiasm. So it's okay to have fun with stuff. You're not coming across as a joke
0: if you do that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's great from Libby. Uh, And by the way, her book is called Life in Business Easy Ways to Work Less, Earn More, and Embrace True Happiness. I think we all want a bit of that, don't we? We definitely do. So uh, thank you for that, Libby. What do you think about that? Because I think so, you know, I I think with any kind of content that we're creating, I know that Libby was talking specifically about social media there. Um, She's massively into Instagram. So do follow Libby on there. Um, I think, I do think, uh, we, we should be open and and honest and, and have a bit of fun as well. Now is, is, you know, is the kind of, is social media all about time wasting? Yeah, possibly, it depends on how you, how you consume it. For me, uh, I don't actually have an awful lot of time to, to waste. Uh, and if I am going to waste my time, I'll probably watch Netflix um and maybe that's my kind of issue with the likes of instagram um but it it doesn't have to be it it can be humor it can be something that's deep just reflect your personality and i think that's what i'm looking focusing that's what i'm looking at doing over the next uh, month or two i'm focusing on what actually am i really what what what's fun for me what interests me and how can i put that through forward on social media and on my live shows. So I'm gibbering on there, but hopefully that makes sense. Well, I want to go over to uh, Ben now, Ben Amos, who I haven't seen Ben for ages. Um, we only tend to see each other at big conferences like Social Media Marketing World, and I've not been at Social Media Marketing World since 2020. But Ben is uh, a video strategist. So strategy is, is really like his big thing. And so I asked him about the hook that we have at the start of our videos, that the hook is like the first thing that you talk about to hook people in to gain their interest into your videos, whether it's live video or pre-recorded video. Um, I think this is an area that I still need to improve a lot on. So uh, I'm interested to hear what Ben has to say here. Any tips on constructing a good hook? Because I know a a lot of people struggle with this? How do you hook people in to what you're going to talk about? Because I don't see it d- being done that effectively very often.
2: Yeah, it's a really good question and it's both an art and a science. Mm. So I think there's science to it around understanding how to hack human attention, which is, I guess, the most important thing to recognize there is attention comes from relevance, right? So if someone watching a video is realizes very quickly that this is relevant to me, and me in my situation right now and what either i'm looking for like why i've come to youtube to use youtube as an example or something that's relevant to me so the hook section in say a social media or facebook video imagine they're just scrolling the feed what's going to hook them through the relevance to that person right so when you think about the audience first which is where you, every good video strategy needs to start is understanding your audience then you can create content that hooks the ideal audience in a way that's relevant to them. Another really valuable way to consider that is also the idea of opening loops in your hook, right? So you might've heard of this idea before around, if you can leave people thinking, oh, I wonder what he's going to say there, or I wonder what comes next, or I have to keep watching now because he's opened this loop in my brain and I need to close it. That's a very powerful psychological trigger in humans that we need to close open loops, right? And there are a number of ways to do that from a YouTube thumbnail, the text in the thumbnail through to the w- words you say in the opening hook for even using visual hooks as well is that we could go quite deep into this, but that's some quick tips.
0: Yeah. I love that. So the, the idea of closing open loops. So it's about creating some interest in your head or, or, or there might be a problem that you have seen, like for me, like I, I love to solve problems. But it, so if I, if I see a question, like a, a problem uh, question, it might be like how to stop my camera from overheating. I mean, that might be one one thing. And I thought, oh yeah, I, I really need to know the answer to that. And at the beginning of the video, the person says, in this video, I'm going to show you a really easy way to stop your camera from overheating and get the best optimal. Uh, picture from your camera or something it might I mean that's just off the top of my head then that if I'm interested in that subject then I will want to watch that video so that I can close the loop and get the answer to that question uh, and I think that's a really fascinating thing I, we, we need to be aware that people have short attention spans and just that people are busy and so This is a particular problem with live video, I think, because a lot of live videos are a lot longer. They can be more rambly as well. And I think this is why we need to be really careful with people's time and and be aware of that. Just because you have an hour of your time doesn't mean that your live video has to be an hour long, for example. Uh, So that's something to think about, I think. Let's go back to Libby. um, And uh, again, we're gonna talk a little bit about strategy as well in this one. Now, what did she talk about in this one? This was about, yeah, about live video and why it's a good medium and why it's a bit of a lazy medium as well. Not not in a bad way, not in a bad way. So, let's go over to Libby.
1: Live video is a great way of communicating more information about what it is that you do or sharing hints and tips or sharing your person, exposing your personality to people. In quite frankly, a sort of lazy way. And it's not intended to be derogatory when I say that in any way, shape or form. We've, today, we, for example, we're here, we're talking about this. We know this stuff in our head. So there's little prep actually that needs to happen for it. We turn up, we talk, you can make, I don't know, five to 10 different pieces of content out of this. And it's a great way to do it. And the thing about live video as well is that it's generally speaking unscripted stuff. So just, like I say, so the personality comes out, the ums and ahs and everything is all there, which is really good. But people get notifications about it, the platforms, whichever they are like it. And so whether you're going on live on Instagram, or YouTube, or wherever, you can set notifications so that if somebody goes live, you get told about it. What a be- what better way is there to build your business than to have people already set up saying, Oh, yeah, I'd like to see that when it comes. You can't do that in any other way. So it quite simply, is it's an essential piece, but it comes with a lack of confidence, which I know is a, very, a focus of what you teach people, Ian, but a lack of confidence, nerves, camera, fright, all of these things. But actually, if you can get over that, you will soon realise that it's one of the single greatest ways to grow your audience, to grow your reputation, and therefore to grow your business.
0: I love Libby. Isn't that great? I mean, it's, it's so true. It's live video is it can be really scary isn't it's it's not for everyone and I have to admit I've been doing hundreds and hundreds of episodes I mean we you know I've done well over 200 technically episodes of the confident live marketing show if you add up all the uh all the bonuses and then I had the free range social show before that I have I've done other live shows I mean it's probably like well over 300 maybe 400 episodes live and I am a lot more confident these days. I don't have the nerves that I used to do. But it's still hard work. It's still hard. Yet, yet. It's actually. I wouldn't say lazy. I think it's a smart way of creating content because you are it's it's a great way of of you getting in front of the camera, being you, being authentic. It's a lot more difficult to to not be authentic in front of a live camera because. It's live, and you probably are. You probably will stumble over your words. Uh, I know this isn't technically live um, because I pre-recorded it, but I'm not editing it. I'm not editing any of my, you know, stumbling over any any words. It's a great way to grow that community. It's a great way to create content quickly and easily, and that's what I have done since the beginning of this podcast. It's been it's transformed that that way now. As I move forward uh, past episode 200, and and if you've been listening to the last few bonus episodes, uh, you'll know that I am rethinking things. I am looking at tweaking and changing the way this show uh, works or the focus of that. And I think that's important because, yes, uh, we should be consistent. Uh, Yes, uh, we should have a strategy. But that strategy also needs to be agile and flexible as well. And I don't think I have been agile and flexible. Um, So we need to have a strategy that changes. It needs to remain fun for you. It needs to remain fun for your audience as well. But uh, yeah, I I really love that from Libby. Well, we are almost out of time. I'm trying to keep these really short. So uh, let's go back to Ben and hear his word really on strategy. Because and particularly with live video, should we, you know, the question is, should we uh, do live video, pre-recorded video? Uh, it's all that, all those kind of questions here. So how should live video fit into all of that? So where's the button? Here it is. I'm going to play this now. Let's go to Ben. I see quite a few people doing that, that it's pre-recorded first, live second, or do you think somebody like me who is going live as uh, my primary video format that can work on its own?
2: I think it depends on where you're at as far as like mm-hmm. how you make that decision. Because if, for example, you have been publishing longer form live videos onto YouTube, and so you've got that kind of history on your channel, then you have the data to look at. So if you pay attention to what's happening with those videos, whether or not they're retaining viewership for what you want them to, as far as like people are what actually watching those replays and they're staying engaged on those videos, which is more important than the number of actual views on the videos. So if you've got the data, then make decisions based on the data and the metrics that are available to you. If you don't, and you're starting out, then my recommendation would be to focus on making pre-recorded or published or produced video content and do that, make that the best content that you can with minimal fluff so that you can get to the point people come to your channel, come to your video, not for you at the early stage of growing a YouTube channel. They come for what they want to learn. They come for what they've searched YouTube for or what they want to engage in, not because of you, unless maybe you've built your brands in some other place and you've just started a YouTube channel there. Right? So that's where I'd say that early on, I think it's better to focus on really nailing your YouTube strategy as a produced video. And then to inject some live video when you've built the audience to a, a to, I would say a minimum of a thousand subscribers on your channel. That'd be my recommendation. So uh, but there are multiple ways to achieve anything, right?
0: Yeah, really interesting. So what's your take on that? Uh, would you do what I've done, which is to start with live video and create your content from that? Uh, and I don't think that's not... not Ben wasn't talking against that idea. Um, so let, let's talk about the three options here. The three option is what we didn't discuss there, which is start with live video, maybe go live to LinkedIn and then take bits of that out and turn it into video for YouTube. So that's the repurposing option. Option number two is kind of what we were discussing there which is to just go live on YouTube and then on top, and then maybe later on then move on to pre-recorded videos. Um, So that's not, the; it's not quite repurposing, it's live first and then as well as that, do some pre-recorded video. And then option number three is Just establish a presence by creating really quality pre-recorded video. Live is not really part of that at all. But then once you've established uh, a really good brand, really good quality videos and a community of people, then you can then incorporate live into that. And I would say that option one and option three are, are probably the best option for a lot of people. If you're a recovering perfectionist like me, then actually the the live element or treating your videos as if they were live is a really good option to get the stuff done. Because people like me have always historically found pre-recorded videos difficult because of the whole perfectionism thing. Um, But uh, it's really up to you. You've got to think about your strategy and what works for you. Um, so I'm going to leave it there because we are past the 15 minute mark, and I'm trying to keep these short and snappy. If you have watched this live, thank you so much. It would be great to see you next week at the same time. Uh, these are short episodes, so you you might have only just kind of caught the last bit of it, and if so, I'm sorry. But you can listen to this as a podcast as well. This episode will already be out at iag.me forward slash podcast. That's iag.me forward slash podcast. Do spread the word. But until next time, I need to find the button. It's always, always eluding me. It's over there somewhere because I don't have it on my stream deck in front of me. But until next time, I encourage you to level up your impact authority and profits through the power of confident live videos. See you soon. Bye.
1: Thanks for watching the Confident Live Marketing Show with Ian Anderson-Green. Make sure you subscribe at iag.me forward slash podcast so you can continue to level up your impact, authority and profits through the power of live video. And until next time.